All right, what's news? Hashtag Operation Tutula. So we know that this is something that's obviously made the news for a number of reasons. It's somewhat of a campaign running through certain parts of Johannesburg. And what we know so far is that they were in the suburb of Orange Grove yesterday. And uh, this group is basically, um, according to the reports that we're getting, uh, picking out undocumented foreign nationals mm. and uh, basically accusing them of a number of crimes and taking jobs meant for South Africans. These are the reports that we're getting in. What else do we know based on what's been flowing in? Well, early on Sunday, demonstrations also turned ugly as police fired rubber bullets to disperse the crowds. Uh, Operation Dadula's plan was to target hijacked buildings, drug lords and foreign informal traders. Mm. So they were met with harsh resistance from the police who said that the march was not authorized. The organizers in turn said they've conducted numerous other marches without official authorization and yet had the backing of police. So what's going on? Mm. Well, uh, let's speak to Ntlantla Lux Zamini, who's a face that we've seen before and uh, is no stranger to uh, any amount of, uh, you know, a gathering or protest or march uh, in the name of something. Ntlantla, good morning and thank you for your time. Ntlantla, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. You well? Thank you for your time. Yeah, I was saying morning to you and everyone else. Thank you for having me here. Right, let's start in the beginning, but also give us a nugget here, Ntlantla. Just tell us about Operation Dudula and what its purpose is in the context of what you guys do as a group. Yeah, so look, Operation Dudula is um, military veterans from all um, corners of South Africa, Apla Force, Kondoesiza, etc., we came and partnered with the communities to say that, guys, we see that there's a lot of social ills in our communities, economic ills and political ills. Let's stop waiting for people to come and save us. Let's get some things done ourselves. And some of those things are what you're seeing now, to say that all the, 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 you know, the illegal activities, and it's not our problem that at the center of most illegal activities that we go for happens to be the, uh, an illegal foreigner in the, in the center of it all. Hmm. So let's talk yeah. then about uh, the recent events uh, that transpired in Johannesburg where you guys were going around uh, trying to root out foreign nationals who had committed crimes, some whom you say yeah. are undocumented. W what was that yeah. about? So, Mo, I want you to understand something. Every time we say something, we're not saying it because we feel like it. We will go do a proper uh, due diligence. We'll go sit with the police and say that, listen, this is the evidence on the table. We need to go to this building. They're selling drugs. We need to go to that building. There's girls, 14 years old, South African girls being used as prostitutes and being put on drugs. So when the day comes, we've been doing this for years now. And there's been, never, ever been a problem. Now that you go straight to Hillbro, where it's a capital city of all this nonsense, then it's a problem. Then our own police that we operate with on a daily basis, weekly basis, they turn the guns on us simply because there's a few cars that come before the operation, talk to them on the side, and then they come back to us and say, this much can't happen. Where's your 205? And those things are just disgusting because we know what's going on. We are, I'm not a politician, so I'm going to say it as it is. It's a problem that our police are drowning deep in corruption. It's a problem that has got people who are setting borders in our own countries. There's no way a South African can never walk the streets of Hillbrook or Sunnyside simply because some people say this is now Lagos or whatever the hell they call it. We can't live like that. So if the police are scared or if they've tied themselves too deep or they're drowning too deep in the pool of corruption, we the people, ordinary people of South Africa, we do not care. We're not bribable. We will go in and save the future of our country with or without the law enforcement. 
I want to bring in that law enforcement relationship because it seems there is one. When you engage them and you point out some of the, the issues that may happen, whether it's in a Soweto or whether it's in a Hillbro yeah. or wherever you guys mobilize, you know, what is yeah. their general response? And are they generally, you know, sort of keen to, to help and, and to sort of come in and, and, and work on the intel that you guys are giving them? So if, if they actually did their job, we wouldn't exist, by the way. But let's continue. When we give them the intel, we, with the intel, we're not only saying here's the intel. We're saying here's the intel, and we understand that your uniform is so compromised that you will not do the job properly. We will go in and risk our lives as we always do, and confront the drug dealers and confront the people that are holding our little girls as prostitutes at 14 years old. We will do it. You just back us up. If it, if it gets hot in there, you know what to do. And in any case, all the successes that we have, you take them because this is how the system operates. I don't get any success. I don't get any merit to any name of mine. So we always work properly. And, and mm. I mean, this simple case, I must repeat, because it's now Hilto and it's now Yuval and it's now Orange Grove, where, where, you, where you find serious concentration of illegal foreigners, we, we now have a problem. Mm. We, we, were, we were disarmed yesterday, Mo. We were disarmed and I say to these people, how, listen, actually I'm, I'm, I'm even saying it wrong. Before the operation, I say to the police, this is a seriously volatile situation. I want you to take our guns, our guns, so you, you are clear that no one on this side of the fence has guns. Here, after the operation, we'll take them. That was the biggest mistake we did. After the operation, they said to me, there's a procedure, you can't have the guns immediately. I say, are you saying that after we walk the streets and after you confront drug dealers, are you going to make me walk out of here with my team without guns? That guy looked at me, laughed, jumped on, jumped on his phone and said, listen, the whole world knows that we don't have guns. And we do what you're supposed to do, and you don't have the balls to do it. We do it. You're telling me we must walk out of here without guns. That's what we're going to do. And let me jump in here. Sorry, it's Melanie. I think, uh, you know, the reason perhaps that a lot of people have an issue with what has transpired is the question then becomes, where does it end, right? Um, And understanding that you're coming from a place of caring about the social ills and the things that are going wrong and being like, well, we feel like we we want to step up and intervene in the situation. My question then becomes, where does it end? Because, for example, what happens if in a in a neighborhood, a group of people who are of a different race decide that, you know what, for example, crime is out of control in our neighborhood. We're now going to get together and enforce the law. And then, you know, where does it end? Because literally every single group in South Africa could find a reason to to feel like they should take the law into their own hands. What ha- what yeah. happens then? So, so with all due respect, there's this thing that people are conditioned to believing that whenever they act for their country or community or their women and children, that they are told you can't take the law into your own hands. Let me tell you, the Constitution allows for ordinary citizens here, as long as you are South African, to take the law into your own hands. Why is there something called a citizen's arrest? We've discussed this in provincial offices, in the premier's office. People mustn't be misled. If something wrong is happening, you can you can arrest whoever it is that is wrong. You can take them to the police station and even see the case through until it ends. So wherever you are in South Africa, if you're listening to me, no one is coming to save you. You organize yourselves, whether it's an Indian community, a colored community is going to get shot. There's nothing they can do. They must wait for Lux to get shot and killed, and then they come and address the crime. So if you want to stay alive, anywhere you are in the communities in South Africa, you make sure you stand up and you stand up for whatever you think is right for the future of this country, as long as it's within the boundaries of the law.
it will end of the day sure. our government. Um, I, I, I'm going to jump government. in there. I just wish we had more time with this conversation because okay. I'm also pretty sure that there are a lot of people that are connecting with this conversation at one level or the other, whether they are in complete agreement with you or complete disagreement with you. But what I can assure you that we will definitely make more time to bring you back on the show and talk about some of these other issues. But yeah. thanks for your time and just thanks for painting a picture of uh, yeah. how you guys uh, operate and what you guys do and where you see yourself fitting in society. Ntlantla Lux Zamini speaking on behalf of Operation Dudula. What do you make of that conversation? So many questions. So many questions. Uh, and with everything that he said, are there things that speak to you, that you connect with, that you agree with? Or do you perhaps think that, you know what, this is more problematic than actually something that will help us solve problems? But the idea of standing up as citizens who live in South Africa, I think that's, that's the party that I'm willing to come to. We can't sit around. You know, if you want things done, you got to get up. Uh, but it's tricky. Uh, no, no, but what I mean, no, but hang on, Mel. What I mean is, we can't sit around and say there's crime in our neighborhood and not report the crime. We can't sit around and say, no, 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 but those guys are selling drugs at the corner and then we just go back into our houses and have tea. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm not saying let's pick up guns and stones and, and mm. shambok people. Yeah, but it's but, one thing. Mm. Maybe we should report this to the police. The police should take more action and not take it into our own hands. I mean, we've seen xenophobic attacks. Uh, spiral because, or out spiral of, out of control, control. Yeah. back in 2008 2015 it's something that reoccurs in south africa all the time but the authorities also need to step up and uh play their hand in this whole situation exactly and, and, how, and, and how actually d- tackle the issues that are the cause and how do you the make foreigners sure are not the cause and, tackle and, the issues and how do we make sure that the law enforcement does what they're supposed to do how do we hold them accountable because you can report whatever you want but if nothing gets done then what that's the other thing so um, I don't know how you feel about it, but send us your voice notes, 071-585-6157, and we'd love to get your thoughts. It's half past f- uh, six now, slightly behind for headlines because things are cooking in the kitchen. Mm, mm. Uh, but <laughs> we're moving with it. Here's Mel with the latest.